is the University of Michigan. Touchdown, Michigan! All right, welcome back to Blue by 90. I am Justin, joined by Jack and Kalen as always. And it is Wednesday, July 28th. We are so close to August, which means a couple different things. It means we're that much closer to football. Students are going back onto campus. I know we're way too old for that, but, you know, it. it I, I drive by Ann Arbor sometimes when students are out and, like, playing beer die or beer pong or whatever, and I'm just like, man, if I if I could do that on a on a Wednesday afternoon again, that'd be fucking the life. <laughs> You're really aging us here. I know. It's a it's, a, it's a different uh, it's a different energy downtown for sure when the when the students are back. It's a lot more a lot more energized. Definitely a lot younger feel. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, I love my summers in Ann Arbor, man. When the students are gone, so True. you can actually go places, which is nice, especially during COVID when capacities are all fucked up. So, uh, but yeah, students will be back soon, man. It's gonna be uh, hopefully a normal fall. We'll see what happens. Looking forward to it. Just bringing that energy back to campus, back to downtown. You know, there's always that that time, kind of just before September, late August, where you're like, okay, like. The town's alive again. Football's yeah. around the corner. It feels good. It's true. It's true. I love Ann Arbor in early fall is one of my favorite times to be in Ann Arbor because there is hope for the football team. There's hope for just like, oh, it, maybe it won't ever get cold again. you know. And then two weeks later, that hope is gone for the football team and the cold weather. But there's, there's a good stretch there in early fall. It's pretty fun. Um, but the other thing that August uh, brings is the Blue by 90 shop. We That's will right, be baby. dropping yes, that merch officially on the Blue by 90 shop. We're going to send out a link to uh, to our site here uh, in the next few days and get you guys all the gear that you need to, to head to, whether it's our tailgate or your own tailgate or sitting on the couch at home. Whatever it is, we're we're pumped though to to get you guys some new gear. It's like, I mean, if I had to describe it, it's like a little bit fun, edgy stuff. I, I would say, like, I don't know, it, there's some plays on some things, and maybe something that you won't see at the M Den. Is my point. Definitely things you won't see at the M Den. Yeah, yeah, that's a great description. There you go. So, and and we're gonna, you know, we've got a kind of. Um, We've got a good chunk of, of gear to drop right away, and then we'll just continue adding to that all season as different things come up and uh, different games come up, like the Michigan State game and uh, Ohio State and, and on and on and on. So maybe some maze out gear, throw, mm. you, throw your maze on. That, you know, we might have a maze out game too, so uh, pretty pumped for that. So, All right, but uh, you know, let's get into it here. A lot happened over the past week. Um, Big Ten Media Days, uh, and so 
Michigan sent to Indianapolis. Ha ha, Michigan made it to Indianapolis, right? That's a funny <laughs> joke, right? Uh, for the first time. Uh, Michigan sent to Indianapolis, Jim Harbaugh, Aiden Hutchinson, Josh Ross, and who else was it? Hassan Haskins. Hassan Haskins, you're correct. So those, um, you know, from everything uh, I saw, those will probably be captains, three captains this year, which makes sense. You send your captains to media days. Um, you know, Hassan is the guy uh, on offense, and then Aiden Hutchinson and Josh Ross are definitely the, the senior guys on defense too. Um, but, uh, you know, the first thing that stood out to me at media days was Jim Harbaugh talking. And I thought, like, just from a looks perspective, he looked thin. He looked healthy, like not that stressed. Whereas in the past couple of years, I felt like he was like had more gray hair and wrinkles every single day we saw him. Do you guys think the same? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't want to uh, buy into anything. I've already. I know. I told you guys already. I'm already kind of. They got me a little bit hyped up with the Ohio State stuff, but. Um, <laughs> Jim did look good. I'll say that. I'll say that. I don't know if it was he looked any better than previous media days. He did. He didn't look as worn down. I'll say that. That's for sure. Um, and I know some of the players talked about a renewed sense of focus and um, excitement for the Ohio State game, kind of, sort of. Uh, but it definitely got me back uh, back on the hype train. I'm back, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the season. I'm excited for it. <laughs> I'm going to hate myself if Michigan loses every Saturday. It's uh, I'm, I'm back, unfortunately. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, it's good to have you, Jack. <laughs> oh, God. There we are. That's all it takes. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I just thought that with Jim, like, usually I, I thought it might have been his best media appearance in quite some time where – Usually, you know, and maybe it's just because it's early in the season and once we get into the middle of the season, he's not going to share much, but I felt like he was like a good speaker (laughs) for the most part. He didn't seem as defeated as he typically does. Where it's like, you know, long pauses and like weird stories. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) it felt like he was like sharing like good information with the media, maybe sharing even more than he has in the past. And it just felt like he was like truly like a little jovial and, and had some, uh, some, you know, jump in, in his rhythm and all that. So I don't do, do you want to read into that? Like, Oh wow. Everything's changed now. Probably not, but definitely not. maybe it's like a little bit of the old Jim is back. You know, how sweet would it be to start off the year and Jim's, throwing fucking clipboards and shit on the sideline. Uh, you could not even, I don't even care about the game, but at least we have some entertainment back. <laughs> you know, I'd be, I'd be all for it. I think what it could be too, is he's just like, shit, I need to try to get the fan base back on my side a little bit. Let me give a little bit of uh, a little bit of emotion at these media days and, you know, say the right things. And maybe, maybe the fans will come over a little bit. I, I mean, that could, that could be it. That's kind of my perspective on it. And, uh, I mean, it's not false that he needs the fans back on his side because everybody was calling for Matt Campbell, right? Weren't they? I mean, last offseason. So um, it was a good step. That. Yeah. So it was a good step for Jim, I think, to just show a little bit of emotion, you know, get some people excited for the football season because I don't know how 
I don't know how many people were actually pretty very excited for it. I mean, I know obviously coming from my end, I didn't really have too much excitement until media day happened and, you know, people started talking and then it kind of brought it back. So, um, I'm with you, man. I'd love to see Jim get fired up, throw some clipboards at some referees and shit on uh, Saturdays in the fall. That'd be great. Yeah, at the risk of being too bought in too early, like I, I do think that he was genuinely like excited to talk about his team, which I can only assume means that he's he's happy with the product that he sees at practice, and hopefully that leads to good play in the fall. So I, I hope I think it was genuine. I hope it actually leads somewhere. But I'm also kind of like tempering my expectations still. Yeah, for sure. I I think that though, like, all right, let's say it's not, you know, he's not 100% bought in to his own team or like really like, let's say it's a little bit fake. Fake it till you make it right. (laughs) I think that energy, if you have that energy from your head coach, it does trickle down a little bit to your assistant coaches. It does, you know, get to your players. So I think that, you know. Whether or not it's genuine, I think it's good because they needed that energy. And whether it's coming from Jim to other people or what I think is actually it's coming from the other coaches probably to Jim. And he's feeling like, oh, shit, I've got some younger guys on the on the staff now. They're, you know, they're coming in with energy. It's not Don Brown being stubborn anymore. You know, maybe there's some rejuvenation there that he needed in his own career uh, let alone in this team specifically. Um, and the other thing that I thought was really interesting that he said, um, speaking of his own staff, was how it sounded like they were very collaborative. He said something along the lines of, yeah, we all get in one room and nobody's afraid to shout out an idea or say something or, you know, get in an argument about something. It, it's very like everybody's all in and can speak their mind. I don't know. I haven't been in any of those rooms, obviously, over the past seven years. But I don't know that Jim was that guy for for his tenure at Michigan, let alone ever. You know, he seems like he's always been the alpha dog that makes sure that everyone knows that he's the, the decision maker in the room and nobody better, you know, give their opinion. So I think that's a good thing as well. How about you guys? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of speculation coming from that, right? Like, we don't know what happened in the past. But um, another, th- I mean, something that, I mean, I, I didn't listen to the whole Media Day thing, so I don't know what they're talking about when they're in all those rooms together. Um, hopefully, it's about alternative uniforms, because if we don't <laughs> win, at least we can look good losing. Um I don't know, man. God damn it. We're getting into all this hype talk and it, 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 it so fucking, <laughs> we got him, boys. I can't handle it. He's can't so in. He's so I can't in. handle it. I've, I, I've got, I don't know. I don't really have anything to say on that. Cause I don't want to speculate too much. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. And I, I have no idea. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's a good thing. Uh, well, okay. It's good that people feel like they can show up and share their ideas and there's not some asshole on the team who's just shooting everything down. So that's good. Agreed. But I, I'm not sure it's good that everybody is, like, calling plays and things like that. Too many right? cooks in the kitchen. That's what yeah. I was almost going to say, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm like, I like hearing everyone's idea, but I don't want everybody to be sharing their ideas on game day, right? Right, right. There definitely has to, like... There's a time and place for everyone to put in their input, but then there has to ultimate, ultimately be somebody saying, 
yes, no, here's what we're going to do. Because we've seen that in the past, right? Where they're like, oh, we're like calling plays by committee. And it was, you know, look at yeah. the 2017 season, basically. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, you got to do that the right way. Um, I think that maybe that's Mike McDonald coming in and it has a different philosophy where Don Brown is like, here's what we're doing. We're running man coverage, and I'm not going to stray away from that even if we get beat deep 100 times. You know, where it seems like Mike McDonald will probably, uh, you know, go through this, the, the game and make adjustments and things like that. You know, well, that's we'll what see. I feel like Aiden Hutchinson, I believe it was Aiden Hutchinson said something. He's, uh, you know, the, he's, he was saying the defense isn't going to be predictable. You know, there's going to be a lot of different looks coming from Mike McDonald's defense. So, I mean, I, I know as Michigan fans, that sounds great to us because we knew, you know, anybody goes deep man coverage, especially against Ohio state and some of those top, top level teams, you know, Michigan's DBs are getting cooked and then that's when we lose games. So um, I'm, I'm excited to see what Mike McDonald's defense can do. And obviously I know a lot of, a lot of the players when they talk, it's just, it's the same thing every year. Like you're getting fans excited for it. You're trying to, you know, speak um, all this stuff into existence, but You've got a new defensive coordinator coming in from the from the NFL, from the Ravens. Apparently, John Harbaugh was saying that he was in line to be the next D.C. for the Ravens. And, you know, he wanted to do his brother a favor or whatever it was. Um, so that that got that got me excited for sure. I want to see what McDonald's defense is going to look like, you know, compared to what we've seen in the last few years with Tom Brown. Yeah. And the we also heard Aiden Hutchinson say something like, you know, we'll have. I sometimes I'll play as like a stand-up linebacker and drop back into coverage. And I immediately, my mind went to like, Oh, Chase Young was the most recent guy I can think of who just destroyed us doing that kind of play. Yeah. So I'm like, hopefully we can see our arguably best defensive player really take a step up and be utilized as his athleticism is displayed on the field. I don't know if I want to see him lined up as a linebacker, though. That's just because we flashbacks to crossing routes and people getting exposed. Totally. <laughs> Unless he's laying people out and, like, doesn't give a fuck about pass interference, then I'm okay with it. Just get them down before they catch the ball. But, well, what makes me happy about that is I'm hearing, oh, we're actually looking at matchups. We're actually looking at, you know, what's the offense doing? Who's on the field? What players do we have on the field? And how can we adjust to call the best play this down? And then we're going to do the exact same thing next down. And I feel like we did not do that for the last four years. Well, I think in general, just, I mean, my hope for this defense is, A, I have to assume it's not going to be, you know, 100% perfect buttoned up, you know, after only one offseason with him coming in with on pretty much short notice. But what I hope is, Hey, we don't show everything in week one. We show probably a lot in week two against Washington, but we have enough ammo out of one, you know, one defense over the course of one year that by the time our big games come around it, later in the season, it is going to be unpredictable that we have things that we haven't shown yet. And so whether we have all the talent in the world or whether it's a great scheme or not, Maybe it works because they just haven't seen it before. That's got to be our hope, I think, in year one of Mike McDonald or year one of any new coordinator is like just new shit and it screws everybody up because they don't know it yet. Um, you know, and so that's my hope for Mike McDonald. And 
and whether that works or not, I don't know. But for me as a fan watching, I'm just excited to see, hey, what can he bring to the table? Is it going to be a ton of blitzes? I think I read something that uh, the Ravens were number one in blitz percentage uh, for a game last year. So I like, you know, that was the one thing I loved about Don Brown is you're just like sending people, putting pressure on the quarterback. It works if you send everybody and actually get people uh, and pressure on the quarterback. What hurt Don Brown was when you send people and still you have five guys blocking seven and then you're beat deep. Right. And right. so that's the problem. So if you can actually get pressure on the quarterback, I love that blitz, but I hope that Mike McDonald is not as stubborn. And if he sees, Oh, they're picking up the blitz really well. All right, let's stay back and let's help out our defensive backs. Can only hope for the best. You said it so well. Beautiful <laughs> spokesman. <laughs> I see what you're saying. It's, I don't know. I do feel a little bit sad in a way. Because I feel like what I took from that was, what can I be happy about for Mike McDonald this year? I hope we fool someone because <laughs> we can't beat him on talent. Well, I mean, do you disagree? Do you? Do you? No, I mean you're you're right on, but but in terms of like Ohio State, it's yeah. like the only way we're gonna beat them is if they didn't see it coming. You know what though? I mean, let's think about it though. When let's look at the recruiting, when are we ever going to have better talent than Ohio state? At some point we're going to have to beat them by two things. We somehow come up with a game plan that they have no idea it's coming and it screws up everything and B we get fucking lucky. Yeah. I, I mean, I go back to watching Michigan state for our, their, you know, eight year span when they were great there under D'Antonio and, I thought they had some black magic shit going on. They got lucky week in and week out, and it was just like shit just worked for them. At some point for us to beat Ohio State, that something like that is going to have to happen. Yeah, got to have luck on your side sometimes unless you're Alabama beating people by 40, and that's that's not the team that I believe Michigan is right now. So you, you got to get lucky. You got to get a couple calls to go your way because if a couple calls don't go your way, I mean, that could be – that's a differential and, you know, up to two touchdowns, possibly. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I guess, you know, hopefully the misdirection of Mike McDonald can help us get lucky, quote unquote. I get I get that what you're saying, Kalen, that the reality of that, of say of hearing that is tough. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we're back off the hype train, there we go. Back to reality. <laughs> oh shit. Um, you know, I I think that the going back to the media days, uh, the the couple things that definitely seem like every single player touched on that they are putting a bigger emphasis on, on Ohio State. L- too little, too late, or is it like you know what? Fuck it. We might as well. Never too late. I'll say that. Never too late. I want to – obviously, we we don't, you know, we don't know what's going on inside Schembechler Hall, right? Like, they, they could have been putting just as much, much emphasis on Ohio State as they did previously. I know when Brandon Brown and uh, Chris uh, 
God, I, don't, I can't remember Chris's last name. They were talking to Mozzie Smith, I think, last Briler, week sometime. Yeah. Briler, yeah. And, um, you know, they were asking Mozzie about Jim Harbaugh and his renewed excitement and all this stuff. And he was kind of saying, you know, Jim's always been that guy to me. He's always kind of been um, – he's shown emotion, all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. But um, what I did love when we talked about previously is you see, like, the countdown – or the what are you doing to beat Ohio State today in um, – in the field house and whatever. And, you know, just to hear players say that, whether it is, you know, more focused on Ohio state or not, just to hear them say it out loud feels good as a fan. That's, that's for sure. And now it's almost like, all right, put your money where your mouth is. You're speaking it into existence. You know, fans are going to want to see it on the field. You know, that's, that's what we want to see happen. You want to see a match up. I mean, even if you lose, make it a close game. You know, we, we just want to see a little bit more emotion out of out of those guys. Or, or so show some that's fight. what I'm looking for this year. Yeah, show some fight. You know, get get emotional on the field. You know, obviously you don't want to do it to hurt your team, but show some show some emotion. Make a big play. You know, stuff like that. That's just I feel like Ohio State brings that every year, and we just we just don't. It doesn't seem like we've seen that out of Michigan as much. Yeah, I I think that some of the things they're doing now. You just never know. It can it can be the one little thing you do extra that puts you in a place where you can now compete, right, against a team that you maybe shouldn't really be competing with. So that's where I'm like, okay, I'm down to try literally anything to beat Ohio State. That means putting signs up. That means Jim has to dress up like Woody and you have to fight him. Like, I don't care what you do. Do whatever you have to do to beat Ohio State. And so anything, as far as I'm concerned, is great. Well, and that's the thing that sucks, too. It's like, on paper, Michigan doesn't look to ever really have a chance against Ohio State in the last, let's say, decade or so. But you're seeing teams like Purdue. You're seeing Penn State, I could be wrong about. Um, Michigan State. You know, all these teams, they've beaten Ohio State within the last 10 years. Michigan hasn't done that. You know, it's just that's the most frustrating thing to me. Yeah, and I mean, so that's what I I thought actually Jim said it best. I, I think he, rece- he received some flack for it on social media, and you're going to receive flack no matter what if you're Jim Harbaugh and you're 0-5 mm-hmm. against Ohio State. But he said, hey, we're going to beat Ohio State or we're going to die trying. And you know what? I think that's about the best thing you can say. He's And he's saying what you're saying, Kalen, where – we're going to do literally everything we can to beat that team. And if we can't, you know what? Put a freaking knife in me, right? Like we're going to do, we're going to do everything we can in our, in our realm to do it. And it may not be in the cards, but it's not, I think his point is like, we're not taking that game lightly. We're not taking practices off. We're, we're doing everything we can. And at this point, you know, I know there are a lot of people out there that are like, hey, you know, that good's not good enough, right? You have to get that done. But, like, shit, what do you want them to do? (laughs) You know, like, if they go out and do the best that they can, now I'm, like, sounding like a pussy about that. You know what I mean? (laughs) But, like, fuck. Like, I don't know. Like, Come on, guys. Just try hard. Yeah, that's not, like, the point. But you know what I mean? Like, shit. It's not, like – I don't know. People out there, I think, have this like perception that Jim Harbaugh like doesn't care about that game or they're not trying hard enough. And it's like, 
I know that they're fucking trying hard. Like that's a stupid argument that they're not trying hard enough or they're not putting enough emphasis on the game. Like it just hasn't happened. Ohio state's on an incredible run and you know, that's not an excuse because Jim Harbaugh was hired to come in to, and, and beat that team specifically. But um, you know, there's, we can count on like our literal one hand about teams in the big 10 that have beat them in the, in the past like decade. So it's not that fucking easy. <laughs> no, and I and I think you've got a point. You know, I do. I think. I mean, obviously, right? They're trying. They want to win the game, but I mean, there's definitely some games, right? Like, I mean, we've we're all former athletes. We've been. We've gone into some games where it's like you've lost before you even step on the field, right? Yeah. You see this other team, and you're like, they are just so fucking good. And if you don't believe you can win, you've already lost the game. Like they, you just need they. The players just need to have this mentality, not saying that they not saying that they don't. But if you don't have that mentality that we we can win this game, you're not going to win the game. Right. So I think that's um, that's a lot of things. I feel like that's a lot of what the fan base maybe feels about the players right now, which I, you know. Not saying that that's true, but, you know, I've been in that situation as a player, obviously not on that scale of Michigan, Ohio State. But, you know, going up against another team that's on a crazy dynasty run. You know, some people are going to feel those emotions. That that's possibly what's happening, or has happened in the past. Yeah, that's a great point. And I yeah, mean, I, go I, ahead, Kalen. Well, I was going to say too. I while I anybody who says they're not trying is full of shit. Okay, like <laughs> they're they're trying, but there could be something to saying like they're not putting enough emphasis on it. Like I would be open to hearing that level of criticism. Uh, in the past. Now I'm starting to say, okay, maybe they're turning over here. They're, they are putting more emphasis on that game. I I think, too, to Jack's point as well, I think there is something mental about it right now that there may not be the same way that us three in this room think right now that there is about a 5% chance at the most that Michigan <laughs> beats Ohio State at the end of the year. There's probably there are probably a lot of guys in in Schembechler that feel similar. That just like, hey, we're gonna do the best we can, but do we like at the end of the day, if you had to put a hundred thousand dollars down, who are you putting it on? Ohio State, hundred percent. You can't blame and you can't blame anybody for feeling that way right now. Right. I mean, Ohio, yeah. You haven't you some of these kids, you know, maybe haven't even seen a Michigan game. Where they beat Ohio State, you know what I'm saying? Sixteen years, man. Like it's sixteen out of seventeen years, dude. Like, yeah. I, I agree with you. The you ESPN know? FBI has it at twenty percent. I saw eighteen, yeah, 18. which I was like, damn, that's kind of high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The sad. Hey, thing? all I'm saying is Dan Valari at QB. Anything can happen. Oh fuck yeah! Now hey. let's get back into <laughs> We're it. We're back on the high train, baby. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Dan Valari, Taysom Hill to the house. <laughs> He's going to return a kick for a touchdown, return a punt for a touchdown, throw for a touchdown, <laughs> run for a touchdown, catch a touchdown. Michigan wins 42 to 42 to three. Now that's a misdirection. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll lose my mind if Ohio State, they come out and they're like, all right, our new OC, Mike McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Wait, shit! What? They yeah, really what? threw us off. <laughs> oh my god! All of a sudden, Mike McDonald's calling plays on offense. All right, now we <laughs> we've gone off the rails officially. 
Oh lord. Oh. We went from from losing to Ohio State a hundred percent to Dan Valari winning the game to Savior, Mike Donald. Real quick. These are all of the all the cards that Ohio State hasn't seen yet. There you go. There you go. They're gonna they're not gonna know what hit them. Oh man. <laughs> I think they gotta hire us to be on the coaching staff to give some suggestions here. <laughs> Maybe not the coaching staff, maybe behind the scenes somewhere. Well, yes, so, suddenly that really accepting room is going to be not very accepting. When all three of us walk into our first day with Valari for Heisman shirts on. I, <laughs> oh, beautiful. We got to believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh Lord, oh, Lord. That was, I mean, that was just a roller coaster of emotion. I was, I was that just about to say there, where we went from, all right, we're all <laughs> we're all hyped up to, there's no chance we ever beat Ohio State. Back to we're hyped up. I mean, ah, uh, the life of a Michigan fan. Feel good. I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So the other big part of uh of college football news over the past week, which is like. Got to be kind of the craziest. I mean, I feel like I've said this how many times throughout the past year. Wow, this is the craziest week of all of college athletics in the world. But this one really was pretty big with conference realignment. And it was, I mean, at first, I don't know about you guys. I want to hear your take on this. But in my, how I took it was, I was like, oh, Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC. Rumor mill, no chance it happens. Like, all right, whatever. We've heard this before, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like two days later, all right, yep, they're in, like officially applying. And I was like, wow, that happened fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know we mentioned this earlier, but what I would love to see now is, you know, re realign all the conferences, get a major four or you know, power four, whatever it is. And then hopefully that way, I, I think if you can do a power four and just, you know, separate the wheat from the chaff and get all the top teams in the four conferences, and then you have the college football playoff possibly going to 12 teams. I think that's what they were talking about previously. So the conference champions of so the power four, they get a buy to the um, college football playoff week two or whatever. And then you have the next top eight seeds after that duke it out in week one. The winners of those top eight games then go on to the playoff to face the, the teams that got the bye week one, and then you go from there. I think it makes it more exciting. I think it gives more possibility for um, the so, so-called bottom-tier teams to get into the playoff. So you get kind of like one sixteen matchups like you do in March Madness makes it a little bit more fun to watch. Um, but I'd love to see both things. I know I kind of like wrote the playoff into this, but I would love to see a power four. It just makes sense. I feel like power five is just weird. It's an odd number. It doesn't make sense to me. Get an even number of conferences. Four is perfect. And um, just realign everything. Realign everything. Blow it yeah. up. Blow I, it up. Start over. I had no idea. I thought it was just like a blog boy popping off when I first yeah. heard it. I was just like, what? And then, yeah, exactly like you're saying. It was like, all right, yeah, look, we're doing it. I was like, what? So, 
I I I'd want to know is this going to like is this going to spread to other conferences? Because I thought I saw something that Big Ten was looking at Iowa State, but then they were looking at only AAU colleges and all this other stuff. So I was like, I have no idea where this I is going. Does anybody know what an A? I didn't know what AAU was other than the basketball circuit before right. <laughs> they tweeted that. Saying. And they were like, yeah, we only want AAU teams. And I was like, huh? oh, you want like the, what it, like the, <laughs> I don't Boston Ballers. I don't know what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something up. But like, like oh, man. I was like, I've never heard of that before. And so I think part of that is uh, Big Ten only wants people that are like ha- uh, have good academics as well. They want to be stay conservative on that end. So it's not they're not letting in like, you know, bad academic schools to to this. Don't want know. don't want too many good athletes, you know. Yeah, there's no way we should have, you know, like, yeah, fuck, man. Uh, we can't, we can't possibly give up, you know, our academia. Jesus. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the rumor for a minute there was Kansas and Iowa State coming to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that actually. I think that was actually a rumor. Like that doesn't seem like it's it's coming through. Um, but I think that Michigan and Ohio state from the big 10 have a lot of chips in their corner with this, you know, Texas. The only reason I think Texas is in the same boat as Michigan here, that Texas has a bunch of chips, not because they're good at football right now, but because it's a gigantic brand and they got a lot of money and buying power. Michigan's Mm -hmm. the same way. If Michigan wanted to, to, you know, strong arm the big 10 and say, Hey, you know, bring in these people or, or we're leaving or do something, or we're going to the sec as well. Or we're going to the ACC or we're doing our own thing, whatever. I feel like they could, do they have the balls to, I don't think so, but I'm just saying like with all this going on, I do think that they hold uh, a significant amount of power. I agree. And I think that's a good uh, comparison. I mean, Texas is riding Oklahoma's coattails just like Michigan's riding Ohio State's, right? So if that were to happen, you know, Ohio State's obviously the powerhouse of the Big Ten, and then Michigan's got the uh, the brand power that goes along with that. So um, I'm with you. I think if you could get the the big guys at the table to talk about conference realignment or you know whatever it is, I think there would be a big, a very, very large possibility that it could actually happen but you'd need those big names. Yeah. I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out if I was Texas or Oklahoma, why would I want to go to the sec? I'm just going to get destroyed. I agree. I think Texas (laughs) is, I don't think it's very, I don't think it's good for either team. I think the big 12 is their ticket to the playoff and going to the sec. I do not think that is going to help them at all. No. Yeah. That annual Texas, Texas A&M game. It's just going to be a massacre. Well, I mean, shit. You could also be playing Alabama, Florida, uh, Auburn, LSU, whoever I'm missing. LSU. I mean, yeah. you're not playing Kansas State anymore, right? Like you're <laughs> you're playing the best of the best week in and week out. Yeah, it's it's not doing them any favors. No. Well, so I I tweeted this out the other day, and I was wondering, okay. I think that they're like 
Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC is not actually helping Texas and Oklahoma. It's only helping the top four teams in the SEC now. Because I don't think Texas and Oklahoma are going to actually compete in the SEC. But what it will do in the SEC is it'll give Alabama, Auburn, LSU, you know, whatever those top three, four teams are in the SEC, if they beat Oklahoma and Texas instead of beating fucking Vanderbilt, it gives them a better uh, strength of schedule. And now, right, it it gives them a better resume. And now them being, even if they're 10 and two or nine and three with great wins, they could get in over a 10 and two Big Ten team. That's what I think it does. Instead of actually saying, yep, Oklahoma and Texas are now like big dogs in the SEC. They're going to get slaughtered, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Yeah, I wonder if they would like kick out some of the low-tier SEC teams like the Vanderbilts, Arkansas, and whatnot. I, I don't know I if don't they necessarily could kick them out, but um, they could possibly just not resign them, I guess, whenever their mm-hmm. contract is up. But I have no idea. I have no idea, idea how that works. That's all speculation on my end. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either, but I think that, like, I mean, Vanderbilt's sweet at baseball. Sweet at baseball. But, but that's, that's about, about it. it. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't really know. I don't watch, like, their other uh, non-revenue sports. But, like, I mean, it, it does – unfortunately, that the case of college athletics is if you're not good at football in the SEC, nobody gives a shit about you, right? Much, like, that's yeah. – you know, even basketball, it's like you can be great at basketball, but if you're not good at football in the SEC, nobody cares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I guess okay. One question for you guys. All right. If you can pick two teams out there, out of ACC, Big Twelve, and Pac Twelve, what two teams would you bring to the to the Big Ten? Is it Kansas on and Iowa State, or do you have a couple others? I I'm not going to go from a conference at all because I'm going to pick an independent because they're a bunch of fucking assholes. Uh, Notre Dame. Bring Notre Dame to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, I didn't hate the Kansas to the Big Ten just because of basketball. I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing Kansas in the Big Ten for basketball, that's for sure. Duke. Ooh. Bring yeah, Duke. I was going to say. North Carolina, maybe, they're decent at football. That would yeah, be a bad Yeah, I was going to say North Carolina, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame is the obvious one, right? I mean. Right. They really belong in the sense. Big Ten. You're, you're sitting right there. Just join the fucking conference. Bunch of bums. Yeah, they they suck, dude. They they honestly, how many years in a row have they fucked up everything for everyone? They they screw up the college football playoff every single year because they're the one team that has uh, the you know 119th out of 120th strength of schedule and. They, <laughs> I don't think that's actually accurate. I think that they actually usually <laughs> have a decent strength of schedule because they play some good non-conference teams, but they're the 119th out of 120th strength of schedule. <laughs> <laughs> but they are always like, "Oh, you're not a you're not a conference champ. There's all this stuff. Join mm-hmm. a fucking conference, you cowards, and let's get to let's get to going. I, I'm sick of it. I really am, especially if we're talking conference realignment." It doesn't make sense. I know they've got a bunch of money and they want to keep it to themselves. Fucking join a conference. Tell the conference. If the ACC, if they joined the ACC and said, hey, 
we still want 75% of the ACC money, the ACC would still be like, okay, we'll do that. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame's got a big name. Dude, yeah, because, you know, confident. first thing you think of when you think South Bend, Indiana, is Atlantic Coast. I know, I know. Wow. So that's the other thing with this conference realignment is, like, there was a rumor that the Big Ten was going to take on USC and UCLA, and it's like, when you think Big Ten football, the last thing you think of is Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Like, Dude, I think what they need to do, they need to do conference realignment, literally put the USA into quadrants, equal quadrants, and get the top teams from each four quadrants and put them in a fucking conference in their region. Like, don't have people jumping from fucking Maine to play in the Pac-12 out in California. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Put them in quadrants, put them in your region, and make it make sense. I don't disagree. I, I mean, if the if they can make that work money-wise and, like, split up the good teams, I think that makes sense. Because I think what people are missing on what's going on, you know, with this realignment and what will probably continue to happen as the dominoes keep uh, continue to fall is it's going to suck for any fan that wants to go to some away games. Right. Or Or the families of players that have to go – from fucking Michigan, Ann Arbor, Michigan to Los Angeles, California to play USC on the road. Like if that's a real thing, you know, that sucks. And so I don't know, just, I mean, I, I just think from a fan's perspective, this just isn't great, you know, and, and it, it may add a couple better games on that SEC schedule. Um, you know, that's the thing is they want, you know, every week in the SEC is a marquee matchup when you take out Vanderbilt and add in Texas and Oklahoma. You know, not that Vanderbilt's being taken out, but you know what I mean. And so right. they have, like, they have a, a draw game, something that is going to draw viewers every single week nationally now. Uh, and I think the Big Ten feels like they probably need to have a, a chess move back to say, hey, what is our draw game every week? Because Nebraska versus Penn State just ain't doing it, right? Ohio State Rutgers not doing it. I mean, it's yeah. So we'll see how it goes, but I I don't know. Do you guys one more question for you guys? Do you feel that this is kind of the beginning of the end of college football as we know it? I what I've seen a lot on Twitter too is like people are like I get some people don't like change, right? But people are making this sound like it's going to be the end of college football and it's like not going to be fun to watch anymore. I think the exact opposite. I think change can be a good thing. And if it's done right, it can make college football even better. So I think there will be a change going forward. And depending on how it's executed, I think it could be really, really good and, and improve college football, honestly. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea where we're headed. I have no idea how it's going to go. So I'm just I'm just like, all right, I like Michigan football. I'm just going to strap in for the ride, and hopefully we beat Ohio State. <laughs> so I know that doesn't answer your question, but that's Love where that I'm at. Love that attitude. Love that attitude. <laughs> just blind, blind, going blind in blind. Blind faith. Blind faith, yeah. Well, um, 
you know, that's all, that's about all we have for today. You know, I know that was a lot of info. That was a little longer than we've gone. And I think it was directly correlated with, this is the first time I've had beers during the podcast for a few weeks. So (laughs) those two things are directly correlated because I talked a lot more than normal. Um, And so with that being said, uh, maybe don't have beers next time, Justin, because this is what happens. All right. Anyways, uh, so other than that, uh, did you guys have any closing comments before we uh, before we head out? I uh, just say stay tuned to our social media. Everything's ramping up. Uh, Justin's throwing some good tweets out there that I'm able to copy and paste into Instagram that we're getting some traction <laughs> on. And, um, you know, tailgate merch coming soon. And like like Justin said, as things pop up, we'll put new retail out and um it should be some fun stuff. So I think everybody should get ready and excited for, if you're not excited for the football season, get excited for tailgating because that'll be a good time. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, as we're ramping up towards the season and you can't wait for games, uh, I've noticed there's a, there's a few games streaming out there on YouTube and other places and whatnot. I saw Maze and Brew did their streaming season oh, already. Yeah. I think they went eight and five, lost in the bowl game by one against LSU, I think. But uh, if you can't wait, there's there's some content out there for you. And the Olympics going on right now. A lot of Michigan athletes out there. I them. know, there you, you know, Sam McCulloch on gymnastics. There's swimmers out there. Uh, my good friend, Amanda Chittister on the softball team. They took silver. Yep. Shout out Chitty. Um, she killed it out there. Um, and so it, it's been, I mean, I think I wish I could figure out how to watch the Olympics, but other than that, it's been fun to watch. It has been uh, kind of a pain to figure out. That's for sure. Fucking that, Peacock. Are you kidding me? Like, well, even on, we YouTube, doing here? even on YouTube TV, that's where I've been watching it. And like, they've got random ass stuff like under the sports section. And then like for softball, I had to search softball to watch a gold medal fucking game. Wow. Makes no sense to like, me. What are we doing? I don't know. Yeah, twelve-hour time difference is killing. I know I, that is a big deal. That is. Yeah, it was deal. like six a.m. and I'm watching softball. Didn't hate it. <laughs> you were sitting at at work doing that. Love it. Oh yeah, that's a good way oh, to yeah. that's a good way to get get through work. That's um, true. But uh, I do. I want to give out. You you said it on social media here. Give a little shout out to the followers to all the people retweeting us and liking all our stuff. We got to a million impressions in the month of July. So pretty sick to, to have that, that many people looking at our stuff. We're just three idiots just talking and, and throwing stuff out there. And so uh, for you guys to all love it that much and get to a million um, is pretty cool. It was, it was cool to watch that go to one M instead of the, the thousand. So appreciate you guys out there. Uh, and, and on that note, you can follow us at Blue by 90 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Blue by 90 Podcast on YouTube. And other than that, we will see you next week. Go Blue.